The blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Your hosts, Adam and John Spees. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no holds barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, John Spees. I'm your co host, Adam Spees. Today is the last semi final round episode of our Throwback Trivia Takedown patron tournament. The winner of this episode will go on to face Scotty Too Hotty Barber in the championship round. In one corner, we have Megan the Mean Machine Walsh. Megan, if you would, tell the folks at home a little bit about you. Well, I'm super excited to be here. Um, I'm actually coming to you guys from Sarasota, Florida this time instead of New Hampshire. And I am only a week into my summer break, and I am stoked about it. All right. And in the other corner, we have Josh the Wonder Kid Wenrick. Josh, remind the folks at home uh, who you are and a little bit about you. Guys, it's great to be here as well. Uh, I'm calling you from Charlottesville, Virginia, uh, third location in uh, just as many weeks. I am still retired from the Air Force, and uh, I'm loving it. I got my beard, but not as good as yours, uh, John, so I'm, I'm trying. But, uh, yeah, it's been fun. It's been a good time. Well, I haven't uh, I haven't been forced to shave mine for a very long time, so... <laughs> All right, folks, let's learn how to play the game. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants, but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. All right. Before we get going, I want to know our contenders just a little bit more, and I want them to tell me what is their favorite original Xbox game. We always had a PlayStation. <laughs> Ladies before gentlemen, and yes, uh, we had a PlayStation as well. Mm, that is unfortunate. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, I was always bad at all those first-person shooters, so, like, you know, Halo's out. <laughs> I'm, I guess I'm going to have to go with, was NHL on the original Xbox? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll pick NHL. Okay. I'm assuming you're talking about the EA games and NHL. Yeah. Okay. All right. And Josh? Yeah, I didn't really come into the Xbox market until the 360, but I played all the Halo games. Uh, I played Halo Reach first, which I loved, but then I did, went back to play all the other Halo games. So I'll I'll go with the original Halo. Uh, I enjoyed that game and uh, being Master Chief and uh, you know saving the world, saving the, saving the universe. Sorry. All right. Well, uh, just coming up, 
I don't know if this is coming up yet or if I should spoil this. Uh, I'll just say this. We do like our sports games, but Halo was definitely high on both of our lists. Mm -hmm. So Josh is going to get to pick first in round one. All right, Josh, what would you like? I will go with movies. Right. And your decade is the 50s. Yes. This 1956 French short film about a boy and his unorthodox friend won several awards, including an Oscar for Best Original Screenplay. I'm assuming Nina watched it 99 times. I remember seeing this. This was just so sad. So sad. But, you know, all the other balloons came and lifted the boy up. So I will say it was a red balloon. The red balloon is correct. Good Nina hit there, John. Like that. <laughs> All right, Megan, what would you like? I'm going to start with music. Right. And we're staying in the 50s. Oh, boy. Oh, oh. <laughs> this honorary colonel is credited with discovering a young Elvis Presley in 1955. The only colonel I can think of is Colonel Sanders. I'm just going to say Colonel Sanders. <laughs> colonel Sanders is incorrect. <laughs> I thought so. Josh, Josh, can you steal? I can, only because uh, one of my favorite podcasts is Stuff You Should Know, and uh, they talked about this gentleman uh, who is Colonel Tom Parker, who I think he never really was a colonel. He just decided to bestow that rank on him. But yes, uh, Parker, Colonel Parker. Tom Parker is correct. All right. Nice steal. Thank you. All right. Josh, you've gotten both 50s questions so far. You're on a roll. <laughs> and with that steal, you get to pick your next category. Uh, I'll go with, I'll go with uh, news and politics. And your decade is the 70s. On November 18th, 1978, cult leader Jim Jones forced followers to commit mass suicide at his Jonestown commune in what South American nation? I'm going to go with Guyana. Guyana is correct. I was hoping you wouldn't get that one because I did know that one. <laughs> uh, all right, Megan, what would you like? I'm going to try fashion this time. Right. And we're totally going to the 80s. Yes. The tank watch by this company was a must-have accessory of both businessmen and high-fashion women in the 80s. A tank watch. Rolex? Rolex is incorrect. Oh. Josh, can you steal? I mean, probably not. I mean, I don't know. I had never heard of the tank watch. And I'm just... The big watch that I remember was the, uh, the watch that had a little calculator on it. And that's, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I know that can't be right because, you know... I'll still go with that anyway. I think that was made by Texas Instruments. Texas Instruments is incorrect. Uh, Adam, we've did a question about that watch. Was that Texas Instruments or was that Casio? I thought it was Casio. Yeah, I think Casio. I don't remember. Was it? I uh, do yeah, I don't remember. Okay. I had a Casio one. <laughs> Either of them would have been wrong. The correct answer is Cartier. I went between Cartier and Rolex. Oh, man. All right, Josh, what would you like? I'll go with, uh, I'll go with sports. Sports. 
And your decade is the 2000s. Ray Baroque spent 20 years with the Boston Bruins, accomplishing everything except winning the Stanley Cup. He finally saw that dream realized in 2001, his last year of play, after having been traded to what team the season prior? I'm going to... I'm going to say I think he played for the Colorado Avalanche and where he won. So I'll go with I'll go with that Avalanche. Colorado Avalanche is correct. You're maybe, killing me, Smalls. Maybe shaking her fist at me. Sorry. Good pull. It's pronounced Bork. If anybody's a Ray Bork. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Well, it's spelled like Baroque. Uh, uh, Baroque yeah, I, right. I know. I know. It is awkward. He came before Rococo. <laughs> All right, Megan, let's get some points on the board. What would you like? Uh, food. In your decade is the 70s. Nike. This 1970s candy bar was a long braid of caramel covered in chocolate. How do you eat them? One bite at a time. Oh, my Lanta. Um, well, this seemed to backfire. Um, I have no clue. I'm just, nope, 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 nope. I'm passing it. Nope, nope, nope is incorrect. (laughs) Josh, can you steal? Could you repeat the question, please? Sure. Nike. This 1970s candy bar was a long braid of caramel covered in chocolate. How do you eat them? One bite at a time. My first thought was a Reggie bar, but that I don't think that was what you're describing. That wasn't it. And the way you said Nike, that's a clue that I'm I'm not. I'm not quite connecting, but I'll, I'll just say uh, Nike was a goddess of victory, so I'll say victory bar or victory. Victory bar, unfortunately, is incorrect. That was a clue. If you remember your history, the person who exclaimed Nike had done so after he had just run from what marathon. location? Oh. Marathon. Oh, marathon bar. So it's called a marathon bar. Oh, I quit today. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, all right. Points. Uh, no points there. And we're back to Josh. I'll go TV. And we're staying in the 70s. The Campbells and the Tates were the two main families on what 70s comedy series starring Richard Mulligan, Robert Guillaume, and a young upstart named Billy Crystal? I'm sorry. Uh, I, I didn't catch the last part of that question. Could you repeat it? Okay, I'll just say the whole thing. Okay. The Campbells and the Tates were the two main families on what 70s comedy series that starred Richard Mulligan, Robert Guillaume, and a young upstart named Billy Crystal? Okay. So I feel that that answer, I know Billy Crystal played a, a gay character on the TV show Soap. I believe Guillaume, you know, he was on Benson, and that kind of came from that Soap as well. So I'll say soap. Soap is correct. Dang. Dang. All right, Megan, last we have uh, toys and games, literature, and slang. Am I missing one? Nope. That's what I got. I think I'm going to choose slang. And three times in a row, we're here staying in the 70s. Right. If I got a skitty, I have to do something. How? Can you spell that? S-K-I-T-T-Y. 
Well, the fact that I know that that's a Pokemon doesn't help me. Um, you have to do something. What? Um, very quickly. Very quickly is correct. Oh, woohoo! Josh, we have lit and uh, toys and games left. Which one would you want? Um, I'll take literature. Right. And your decade is the 90s. All right. This question actually comes from my son, Avery. In 1997, Dave Pilkey started a series about two kids who hypnotized their principal into becoming a superhero wearing nothing but a cape and his tidy whities Do you want the name of the book? Yes. Uh, uh, shoot. Having two five-year-olds, I feel I should know this. Uh, I think... I'll say Captain Underpants. Captain Underpants is correct. All right, Megan, you are left with toys and games. Sounds great. And your decade is the 80s. The hammer suit, the frog suit, and the tanuki suit were three new power-ups introduced in what best-selling video game sequel first released in Japan in 1988? Uh, Super Mario Brothers. Oh, I need Wait. you to be more specific. I know. Can you just repeat the suits? The hammer suit, the frog suit, and the tanuki suit. Uh, Super Mario Brothers 3. Super Mario Brothers 3 is correct. <laughs> I almost said 2, and then I was like, Wait a minute. <laughs> and the, the tanuki uh, suit, John, that was like the, which we all kind of called the raccoon suit. Is that right? Yeah, we called it the raccoon suit. Okay. All right, that is the end of round one. We blazed through that. Adam, would you tell us what is our score? Yikes. <laughs> Yikes is right. Uh, right, yeah, right for one of you. Uh, so far, <laughs> Megan has 20, but is tripled up by Josh, who has 60. All right, let's see if Megan can get some points on the board. She's going to get to pick for Josh first in round two. Um, I'm going to give Josh fashion. And the decade is the 60s. Although untrue, author Ken Kenzie and his Merry Pranksters claim credit for this clothes-modifying process popularized by 60s music stars like Janis Joplin and John Sebastian of The Loving Spoonful. So clothes-modifying, I feel that's pointing me towards tie-dye. So that's my answer. Tie-dye is correct. All right, Josh, what do you want to give to Megan? I'll give Megan literature. The decade is the 50s. This epic high fantasy trilogy, released between 1954 and 1955, was originally imagined as a single volume of a two-volume set, with the second volume consisting of the Silmarillion. That would be The Lord of the Rings. That would be The Lord of the Rings. Uh, Megan showing her nerd cred there. And now she's going to get to pick for Josh. Um, doesn't help because he's very strong all over the board. Um, I'm just going to say food. And your decade is the 2000s. This confectionery candy-esque hybrid were highly popular, or sorry, were hugely popular in the late 2000s even making their way onto Starbucks menus. Okay, can you uh, repeat the question? Sure. 
This confectionery candy-esque hybrid were hugely popular in the late 2000s, even making their way onto Starbucks menus. I'll go with Cake Pops. Cake Pops is correct. And they are delicious. They are. Yeah, I mean, so you make them actually by uh, baking a cake, but crumbling it and mixing it with icing and then packing that tightly and like dipping that in, in like more hardened icing. And so it's awesome. It's like diabetes on a stick. Yes. <laughs> Can't go wrong. <laughs> I, I don't mind cake pops. I'm not actually a huge fan of cake. I don't eat a lot of cake. But cake pops is about, it's just about the right, you know, single bite mm-hmm. of cake that I can take. I'm not even a huge fan of cupcakes, but I can deal with cake pops. Uh, all right, Adam, it wouldn't be a game if I wasn't lost. Where are we? <laughs> uh, Josh gets to pick for Megan. All right. I'll give Megan slang. And we're staying in the 2000s. This 2000s term can mean to either have a good time in general or be crazy drunk. Get turnt? Turnt is incorrect. <gasps> Josh, can you see that? So turn meaning to get crazy drunk or to have a good time. Yes. Uh, all I could think of is, is getting smashed. Uh, I'll say that, smashed. Smashed is also incorrect. Uh, this word is actually a portmanteau of crazy drunk. Crunk. It is crunk. <sighs> All right. And I believe Josh is picking for Megan. Yes. I think I'm picking for Josh. Correct. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> All right. Let's go news and politics. Politics. And the decade is the 90s. Originally called Auction Web, this website was founded in 1995 by computer programmer Pierre Omidyar. That is eBay. That is eBay. I'll give Megan sports. The decade is the 80s. Simply known as The Catch. The 1981 season NFC Championship ended with a pass from Joe Montana to what wide receiver to ultimately put the 90 ah, to ultimately put the 49ers up by one over the Dallas Cowboys. 80s football, not my, not my best. Um, all I can think of is, oh god, um, Jerry Rice is the only person coming to my mind. So I'm going to say it's Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice is a fantastic wide receiver, but unfortunately incorrect. Yeah, too too far back. (laughs) Josh, can you steal? I can. I'm not sure the first name, but I know his last name was Clark. So that's my answer, Clark. And the correct answer is Dwight Clark. Good points there. I have seen the catch. Uh, It is impressive. By 80 standards, but by <laughs> modern standards, I've seen more impressive. Like a catch against the helmet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or Odo Beckham Jr.'s like one-armed grab. Yeah. 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 All right. Adam, I'm already lost. Where are we? Megan's picking for Josh. Thank you. I'm just going to need your help for the rest of this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go music. The decade is the 60s. 
God only knows why the 1966 album Pet Sounds by this band is consistently labeled as the one, one of the 100 greatest albums of all time. That is the Beach Boys. That is the Beach Boys. Every question I give him, I know the answer. <laughs> you know what? I feel you. Every time I've played this game is exactly what happens to me. <laughs> I'm like... Sometimes it's just better to be lucky than good, Megan. That's all I can say. <laughs> all right, Josh, what do you want to give to Megan? I'll give Megan games. Games. And your decade is the 70s. When it was invented in 1974, this wasn't intended to be a toy, but a model to explain 3D geometry. It became the biggest selling toy of all time when in 2009, it surpassed 350 million units sold worldwide. Can you repeat that one more time? I cut out partway through. Sure. When it was invented in 1974, this wasn't intended to be a toy, but a model to explain 3D geometry. It became the biggest selling toy of all time when in 2009, it surpassed 350 million units sold worldwide. Is it Connects? Connects is incorrect. Josh, can you steal? I think you're talking about the Rubik's Cube. Rubik's Cube is correct. <gasps> all right, all right. All right, uh, Josh, you got the steal. Now I believe Megan has to pick for you. Hmm? Yes, yeah, so we've got TVs and movies left, right? Movies that looks to be yep. correct. Yep, perfect. Okay. Um, TV. And the decade is the 90s. This 90s spinoff has more Emmy wins with 37 than any other sitcom in history. Mm, 90s spinoff. Well, I feel that uh, I know with Cheers going to Frasier, I know Frasier did win a lot of Emmys. I do remember you know, hearing uh, they won streak uh, once year after year. So I'll, I'll go with Frasier. Frasier is correct. All right, and that leaves movies for Megan. And the decade is the 80s. Drink or be gone. Anything else is always something better. And never show surprise, never lose your cool. Are some of Coughlin's laws from what 1988 film starring Tom Cruise? Cocktail. Cocktail is correct. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. And that is the end of round two. Adam, dare I ask, what is the score? We have got a blowout, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, sometimes that is just how the luck of the dice goes. Megan's got 40, but Josh has got 130. All right. So, Josh, since you are in the lead, you are going to get to pick your category first for round or for the final round. Well, it worked out for me last week, so I'll go with lit literature. And the decade is the '60s. All right. And Megan, what category would you like? Um, they all look bad today. Um, <laughs> why don't I stick to my roots and go with fashion? And your decade is the 90s. All right. So based on 60s literature and 90s fashion, go ahead and lock in your wagers. Locked in. 
I'm ready. Here is your 60s literature question. This mythical comic book character first appeared in Journey into Mystery number 83, created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby in 1962, and became a founding member of the Avengers in 1963. And for your 90s fashion question, popular fashion themes of this subculture during the early 1990s included plastic aesthetics, PVC miniskirts and tops, retro sportswear, and outfits themed around sex, war, and science fiction. Adam, do your thing. Oh, I'm supposed to do my thing. Uh, yes, listen to all the shows on the BFOP network, because uh, they're all great shows. Uh, Cartwright, which is a show that I do with our buddy, Corey, and we talk about every episode of Seinfeld back to back to back. You obviously already listened to this show with me and John, so you should check out our other show, Blast From Our Past, where we talk about all things old school as well. Uh, and then check out Talking Back, Podcasting After Dark, Action Action, and People Don't Forget. I've got my answers. Yeah, make no mistake, I am ready to get hurt again. All right. Well, let's start with our 60s literature question. Megan, or actually, let's just go ahead and ask, start with Megan. What were your answers? I put Thor... And um, Tank Girl. For is Tank Girl, your answer for the fashion question? Yes. Yeah, that was like the aesthetic I was thinking. <laughs> okay. And Josh, what were your answers? I, too, went with Thor for the lit question. And for fashion, I, I just went with goth. Um, yeah, duh. Like... That was really a shot in the dark, so make no mistake. For literature, the mythical comic book character who first appeared in Journey into Mystery number 83 is indeed Thor, the god of thunder. Comic book question, right? Yeah, it <laughs> Yes. So it's like today was still a win. <laughs> Come on, don't patronize me. <laughs> but thank you for patronizing Throwback Trivia Takedown. Put on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> And the 90s fashion question, the popular fashion, um, the themes of this subculture, yada, yada, yada. I was looking for rave, rave fashion. If you had mentioned UFO pants, I would have gotten that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Unfortunately, nobody got their wagers. So let's see how we ended up. Uh, Megan, what did you bid? Well, I mean, I went all in because obviously. <laughs> uh, all right. And Josh, what did you bid? Champions bet zero. I uh, goose eggs. All right. Adam, I hope you are up to the task of mathesizing this. What is our final score? Just a little bit of subtraction, but it is 100 to zero. Our winner, Josh, continues into the finals of our tournament. All, all aboard. All aboard the Josh train. Toot, toot, baby. Nice job. Just a little correction, Adam. I believe it's 130 to zero, not 100 to zero. What did I say? 100? I meant 130. That's what I meant to say. My bad. Uh, All right. So congratulations to Josh. We will hear from you in our next episode, which will be our championship episode. Uh, Megan, unfortunately, this is it for you. Uh, it has been a pleasure having you here. If you would, please use this time to uh, shout out any causes or curse Josh's name, whatever you feel like doing. 
as much of a sore loser as I usually am, um, I can't. Josh kicked my butt and it was totally awesome. Um, you know, I've mentioned before, I'm a teacher. So if you see uh, any teachers that you know that are, you know, putting up a donor's choose or anything, please try to donate to their classrooms. We're all struggling right now. Um, but otherwise, thank you guys so much. This was so much fun. I knew I was going to get my butt kicked eventually. And I was surprised I made it this far. So once again, thank you guys. This was a blast. Uh, thank you as well. All right. That is Adam and I'm John. And this was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. Hello, everybody. I'm Adam. I'm John. And every week we are giving you a blast from our past. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, album reviews, top tens, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. So please join us every single week on the Blast From Our Past podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, however you listen to podcasts, you can find us, and we would love to have you take a trip with us to the land of nostalgia. 